Thursday morning broadcast. We promised you a new music alert Thursday, a new music alert Thursday. Shimon Kramer is in studio as we uh, get started in this very interesting music, Aliyah, and other topics conversation at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Hey, my wonderful audience, help me welcome Shim Kramer to our studio here on a Thursday morning. Thank you so much for being here, sir. A pleasure to greet you. Good morning. Good morning. We've been anticipating this for quite a while. Quite a while. Bring that a little closer to you. Okay, quite a while. And thank you very much. That was an Asia style that you had released as a single because we played it a few times yeah. in Port of Summer. Mm-hmm. There's a special guest on there, am I right? Yes, one of my twins. And that is, may I ask how old he is? Just so He's people... now, will be 14 in a few weeks. Nice. Uh, Ellie. Very nice. Yes, he uh, he likes to sing that one. So one second, I and I guess we'll jump right in. Go. Yeah. You have 14-year-old kids. I have an older one as well. And some would say that's a difficult age to move to Israel. I'm moving to Israel? <laughs> now, I know you're moving to Israel because I saw you at the airport. Your your family was, I was on just dropping a few people off. <laughs> your family was on the plane, no joke. Was yeah. it every other member of your family was on that plane, every right? Every other member of my family. And you go Bezrat Hashem on the fourteenth of on August. The fourteenth flight, yeah. So it's very exciting for us. This decision mm-hmm. to move was made around. I mean, the real decision. I'm not talking about you know contemplating it for years. The real decision was made around when, like. So we went to Israel for the twins bar mitzvah last year. Right. I have twin boys, and I have an older boy and a younger girl, and. Um, we were going to this place called Aquakef. You ever heard of this place? No. It's up north. It's on the Canaret. It's Lake right. Toys. It's very exhausting. Um, <laughs> yeah. An adventurous it's day. It's a very tiring <laughs> experience, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, and we were driving back through the mountains from the Galil to Modian, where my brother-in-law lives. And my wife and I were sitting there listening. I told you we were listening to. We were listening to Avram Freed's new Israeli album, which we really like a lot. Nice. And um, <laughs> we were listening to that Nami Shema song that he does, uh, Shirat HaSavim. Right. And uh, I suddenly got that feeling. And I was like, you know what? We've been do- we've always wanted to do it. But you never, we've always wanted but to do it. But you never seriously put it in motion till then? We never really seriously, seriously thought about it. You never downloaded a Nefesh Nefesh application. Of course we did, but okay. I never used it. I mean, cause, <laughs> right, you, know, you, you printed it out, yeah. but it sat there. Yeah, it sat on my wall forever. No, um, we we just, you know, we uh, we always wanted to go. We just didn't, didn't think the timing was going to be right. And when is the timing right, Nachum? Right. To actually, you know, for it to be perfect. But we, uh, we were driving back through the mountains and... I got tears in my the, eyes. The kids were in the car. Kids were in the car. Thank God, sleeping. And oh, so they, they didn't know about this. <laughs> well, we were talking about it, but they weren't really listening. They still don't know about it. <laughs> exactly. They think they're on vacation. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, they, um, so that we were. I just got tears in my eyes, and I said to my, turned to my wife, and I said, "It's time." And she said to me, "I've always was waiting for you to tell me this. I wasn't going to say anything to you, but now that you've said it, let's do it." And her, her entire family. That's fan, the story. That's the story. And I actually wrote an email to Avon Free to thank him. <laughs> and he wrote back. Yeah, I said, I just want you to know. Are, that, the people that was in, the song. are the people in Riverdale thanking Avon Free? I know. They, 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 they're, they're not very happy. No. Um, but they, uh, but she, yeah, she said, yeah, so let's do it. But, but again, yeah. there are teenagers involved. There are. And, it, you know, it's not like moving with two year olds. We, no. we know there's a big difference. They have to. I assume you'd like them to be aboard. Are they home from camp yet? Are they listening to this? Are you serious? <laughs> were, were they aboard? Yes, uh, three out of four. Uh huh. But, but you know what? It's but all four are there now. All four are there now. But they went together. It right. went on Nefesh Nefesh. Right. So, but the truth is, you what know, was that experience like for you? Was it a big deal that they were leaving and you were coming a month later? Or just, you it's know? kind of strange. It's kind right. of strange that I'm actually, but really just for that that day, right? Like, yeah, like, it was very emotional. Right. It was emotional because I actually would have rather have been part of the right. family and feel of it. Them. And we're actually doing a uh, 
a video for our Aliyah, like an Aliyah diary of our of the Aliyah that we're putting to one of the songs from this album, actually. So it's very exciting, and uh, it's like a you know the Nefesh the Nefesh experience, and yeah. and it's hopefully going to be shared as lot. You know, on the possible. August yeah. trip, yeah. most of the flight is lone soldiers. You know, you are you serious? I, yeah, I, I hope they don't. <laughs> I, 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 hope they, I hope they don't give you a uniform. <laughs> What am I taking with me? I have to think. <laughs> What's on the plane? Uh, I did not know that. Yeah. I knew that the first flight had 127 kids. Right. And Some of them yours. <laughs> yeah. 60 of them are mine. Uh, no, but, uh, yeah. So they, uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's very so, exciting. So should I assume that these 14-year-olds are starting high school in Israel? Yeah, they're starting in, uh, we, we're moving to Modian. Right. Please go out the Teaneck of Israel. <clears throat> and, That's uh, what they call it, huh? <laughs> it's just, the truth is, it's really you know, we have a lot of friends there already, and you'll be near and the relatives you mentioned. My wife's entire family made aliyah in Modi'in, or uh, two brothers in Modi'in, right. and um, makes it a little easier. One is in a hotel, right. and one is uh, no, that's it. Sorry, what do you mean a hotel? You shoot it? Yeah, yeah. We, we, my wife has a younger brother. He's eighteen. Could you tell me his name? Aaron Lipser. Hmm, interesting. Good guy. Okay. Very good guy. So he uh, he's there. And my in-laws moved to Bet Shemesh, right. so they're not far. And, and what is your immediate family? I don't, I don't mean you. Everyone is in England. Everyone's in England. Yeah. So the hop, truth is, hop, we, skip, and a jump to Israel. Exactly. A lot of people, by the way, do that. You know, that's what I'm. They be take doing a day a or well. two. You know. I mean, the whole we have a massive, we have a plan. The whole right. uh, well, hopefully it's coming together. May but, I impose uh, on on the on the plan and ask? What so the, the idea is okay. So obviously, when we had tears in my eyes and. So we have to do this. We had to think about what we were doing before we did it. <laughs> Let's just get on the plane. At some point afterwards, you said, am I nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that a lot. <laughs> but uh, the idea is, please God, I'm going to be coming back once a month to Riverdale, to the RJC. Uh, yeah, for one Shabbos a month and Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and Shavuos. And um, then I'm going to be, they're letting me come in around my gigs. So if I get a call for right. a gig, I can come in for that Shabbos and then still do, you know, as much as I can when I'm here. So their plan is to come in five days a month. Are you still considered the chazan of the shul? Yeah, yeah. So who takes care of the other three weeks no, per month? I don't know. The gabbai worries about <laughs> yeah, that. The gabbai worries about that. And why shvuos? Like, why wouldn't they say because a first day sukkah or first day's pesach? That'd be or, nice to be. That'd be nice. Basically, pesach and sukkah. I really want to be in it. Right. Well. Yeah, of course. Or wherever I'm going to be pesach, but it's, right. it's sukkah especially. Sukkah. Yeah, of course. When, when I was in yeshiva, last time I was in in Israel for sukkah was in yeshiva in '96. That was when I was listening to Nachum Siegel on that. Every third word I could hear because it kept, you know, that, that on the internet. Right. When you first started it, it out. It was blipping through. Yeah, huh? it was, uh, that was when I started listening to you. So, yeah. I'm trying to understand this. So, you go ahead and maintain your position as Cantor, oh, yeah, so, as Cantor at the Riverdale Jewish Center. Yep. You're there once a month. Once a month. You're there for whatever Yom Tovim you arrange, as you, just, as you just mentioned. Yeah. And again, if you're in for your musical gigs, yeah. right, with the different orchestras. Mm-hmm. Then you, so then, then they'll that. see you a little bit more. Exactly, often. and then um, three or four times a year, I'm also going to stay ten days. Right. So that I do another Shabbos in another shul because I get invited right. down in other shuls. That's so, right. You do these guest appearances. So there's three or four other shuls that already right. show an interest. So we're going to stay, you know, ten right. days for that time. Do you anticipate that part of your income will come from Israel? Yeah. So that's the it, that's the America part. There's three parts right. to this. So that's the America part. So we've only done one part. We've only done one part. <laughs> you have a complicated all exactly. And uh, uh, <laughs> Don't joke. Nefesh, don't nefesh, joke. I make, to make things easier. I'm coming back eight days after I go, to be honest. So it's ready. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you're leaving crazy. the 14th. You'll be here the 22nd. 23rd. I'm leaving the 23rd. Because of a wedding. I have a little bar mitzvah and a wedding. Wow. And then I'm something in Florida and then another wedding. And then I'm coming back for five days and then I'm going back to Russia and Kippur. See, this is the big question. That, yeah. that is the, it worth it? That the wives have now as they're listening. Yeah. And that is, does your, you know, your wife obviously realizes this is now the flip side of this, yeah. of this arrangement. So... The truth is, the first two months are manic, but after that, it settles down. It settles down to once a month. The plan is to literally come once, in once you're a in month. your sukkah first night. <laughs> exactly. No, seriously, once you're in your sukkah first night sukkahs, yeah, it's a lot calmer. You've done the Rosh Hashanah Kippur. Yeah. You've done the crazy summer stuff yeah. that you had to, you know, you were exactly. So, it does so after a that, calmer. it comes, right. uh, you know, and also London is a hop, skip, and a jump race. So you have to travel to London. Right. It's a day, which isn't right. terrible. Uh, you know the people who are in Israel who shop in London for the day and fly back. I do. You know that. Many of them. Yes, you know a lot of them. <laughs> yes. You know too many of them. <laughs> do you know, I, I think it was, was it El Al or was it United? I said to them, you know, is there any chance? Because if you fly so many times, you have right. to get upgraded or whatever, as right. if you fly more times than not. So they said to me, um, Mr. Kramer, they go, of the 350 people on the pain, 300 are doing exactly the same thing as you. <laughs> oh my gosh, is that funny? So, <laughs> That's funny. But, there, there goes that. <laughs> but, uh, but the truth is, the plan is to hopefully, eventually, you know, stay in Israel as much as I can. Right. And, and so that's the second part of the plan. Second, the Israel plan is right. there's a chutznik market out there, which is great. Correct. So the Americans and the Brits and the Australians yeah. and and a lot of them in Modian and all that. Yeah. Right. So they, you know, not necessarily. Want an Israeli star party, right. and you know, but they, they may want a singer. They may like want a singer, and actually, there's a couple of ideas that already got together. There's a you know, there's a band here called Coldplay. Sure. So, um, Suri Brody. Sure. So they um, they're interested in maybe starting up an Israeli office and mm. a, a British office. So have an American pres band in Israel and and England. Very so you know, cool. just to try something different there. Mm. So I already got the a few. Com the competitors are scrambling now as we speak. I already got a few bookings there, which is great. So that's nice. good. Uh, so that's and, part two. And then the Chazanas thing. There's I have a concert on November 22nd at the Jerusalem Theater with Simon Cohen. Oh. You know Simon? I certain, certainly do. And Gideon Zelemiah. So we're there. Nice. Doing that, which is something I haven't done before, which is so great. So you're drifting into that whole Israeli um, canter that scene. That kind of scene a bit. A bit. And then the third part <laughs> is, in Israel is um, hoping to start this non-for-profit um, with somebody from the States who came up with this idea. It's an incredible idea. Uh, and uh, this is kind of hopefully be like a day job-ish kind of thing for me. Um, the idea is uh, there's this organization in the States, in New York, called the Young People's Chorus. What it is, is it's started by this guy called Francisco Nunez, who 30 years ago, uh, he grabbed seven kids off the streets that were on the streets and, and basically created kind of a chorus for them and built it up and up and up. And they performed, they started to perform. And the idea is now there's 450 kids in an amazing center opposite Lincoln Center. And they literally are the toughest choir chorus to get into now in the country. All full of underprivileged, bad families, back hard families, that tough, tough all situations. All um, No, all across. Everywhere. But they come three times a week, you know, after school. So the idea is then they, they come to the center, they feel like, and they get rehabilitated through the music. And not, now it's like the toughest choir. So they perform all across the country, all across the world. You might have seen them. They perform for presidents. You, you might not have noticed. These are the types of choirs we see on America's Got Talent. You know? But it's like literally right. full of, it's not, you know, it's right. special. They had rough, rough challenges. It's rough challenges. And they are amazing. So um, this individual said to me, would you be interested in starting up one in Israel? Where, with that in mind, with that to help in mind, those so who kids are, off the direct, right. kids that are, you know, that through music, through courses, through singing, 
bring them together and create three different kind of courses, which I think would be cool. One is a boys' choir, which I would run, a girls' choir, and a mixed choir would find people to run. And we'd basically create different centers around the country for as many kids as possible. And then You've been here 15 (laughs) minutes, and I am exhausted (laughs) hearing about all this. My gosh. And then uh, they would perform in hospitals and rehabilitation centers. They would, you know, they would see what it's like, unfortunately, to be in a hospital and rehabilitation center and to see what it's like to uh, perform in front of them and Amazing. and basically build it up. And I thought, yeah, that's something I'd love to do. So that's obviously a big undertaking if when you I get ha- there. If you ever, if you ever establish an American Friends, let us know that people out there might yeah. want to help out. The working title is Shir Ha'am. Nice. So uh, we'll see what it, I mean, that's something I really want to focus on when I get there. Now the choir leaders are scrambling. You have, <laughs> you have the orchestra leaders scrambling, now you have the choir leaders scrambling. And uh, that's, you know, that's basically the plan. Ah, it sounds pretty Thanks good. Thanks for having me. See you later. <laughs> It sounds like your wife's not going to have to work at all. Because- <laughs> oh, she wants to start again in it in Modian. Seriously, yeah, she's very, she's a very. Talented. The reason I ask is because very often we see that one parent the first year will not work just to continuously follow up on their kids on a daily basis to make yeah. sure everything's going well in school, etc. So, I mean, I'm, not that I'm prying. I, you, you can do whatever you want, as of course can your wife. I'm just saying that it's sometimes well, not common straight away. we see where one where one Not straight away. Eventually. Run. Eventually right. she wants to start again. Right. Yeah. Obviously we have to focus on the kids right. and the family. And another crazy story actually was that we when we went to look for places, um, my wife went out in December. She found uh, a house for, for rent. That was the only place that was down, right. down, down, down. And um, and it wasn't really in the neighborhood that we wanted to be in, in Buchman and Modian. And then um, they said there's nothing really available, so we put it down anyway. And then I came out and um, in February, and the realtor said, there's one house that's come up that you might be interested in. And I was like, okay, but, you know, we, we have this house on rental. Right. And she says to me, you're going to want to look at this. So I was like, okay. She goes, it's the house behind your brother-in-law. <gasps> Like, literally take the fences down uh-huh. and make a double yard of the only part of the neighborhood. So I thought, if that isn't a sign <laughs> that, you know, and thank that, God I like him. And that's, <laughs> and that's where you'll be <laughs> yeah. living. Uh, that's where we're going to be living. That's so, where they are living already. Yeah, they're there. Well, they haven't moved into the house, but right. they're going to be there, yeah. So it's exciting. It's You know what? It's 15 years. By the, years. Way, by the yeah. way, I was in the airport with them, as you know. Not here. Meaning yeah. in Ben Gurion. Uh, I think the luggage all arrived. So you don't have to worry. <laughs> I, I think I, it was all there. Yeah, all all seven hundred pieces of it. Yeah, no, no, it, it was a it was a big it was a big pile. I can tell you that much. No, it was. Uh, yeah, so this video as well. We have a friend of mine, Gilly Moore. He lives in Israel. Right. He's a uh, he's the a video guy. Right. So he. So what was cool was that we we in Moshava in the summer. My mm-hmm. wife works in Moshava. Uh, she's been there for seven seven years, and it's a great camp. The kids love it. It's an amazing. It's amazing. Camp. So Erev. Last Shabbos we were there, they do this kind of goodbye ceremony right. with backpacks for all this for all the Ali people people making Aliyah. And um Oh, there's more than just your family. It was incredible how many people making Aliyah for Moshavah this year. I mean, there must have been twenty five, thirty people. I mean not families but individuals. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I was waiting to go up and then another name came up. <laughs> came up. Yeah, it was it was a lot of people. It was amazing. So they uh, they had what was nice is that they had like a couple of cameras to film the p- first part of this video that I'm doing for the Aliyah. So they, they did that part, and then my son Ellie took his iPhone and iPhone the rest of the trip, you know, through in the yeah. car and the plane, and and then when he gets off the plane, he's walking off the plane, and he's going down the stairs. The other camera guy takes over as he's coming out. So it's going to be emotional. I'll, I'll play you the song. Actually, this this has been one of the greatest segments ever. 
I mean, this is so inspiring. You can't imagine. It's so inspiring. We're very excited. And the truth is, if you don't go with a positive attitude, right. you know, there's so many stumbling blocks that you come across in these things. You do have stumbling blocks. And as you said, the kids, it's not easy, but we're going with a positive attitude and we're trying to be as positive as possible right. with the kids. And we feel like, and if we have that, it will just... Are your kids soccer fans? Yeah, huge. Manchester United. Because soccer's like big in Israel. Red, uh, yeah. you know, I'm soccer's, a big red fan. Soccer's big in Israel, you know. It is bigger than they here. They were going World Cup crazy over yeah. there. Yeah, so. it's bigger than here. Yeah, uh, yeah much, much bigger. Um, Shimon Kramer's here. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com on the NachumSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Um, Riverdale. Yes, sir. A bastion of Aliyah still or not? Yes. A lot of people. Yeah. Do, you, do you know others that are moving from not Riverdale this, this summer? Not this but Actually, bit- yes. Senator Lieberman right. and she was on the plane. We, we, we spoke with them on the plane. Senator yeah. Lieberman is a member of my shul. So, right. um, and, uh, but do you remember other years where there were... Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a trickle, a nice trickle. Riverdale isn't the biggest neighborhood right. in the world. But so Teaneck has more. In terms, <laughs> but, or Burton you know, in County terms of, has more of an yeah. aliyah. Yeah, but Riverdale is very strong and Zionistically. And right. they, that's one of the reasons why it's been so comfortable for us. And, you know, when we... When we wanted to do this, the show was so supportive, and the truth yeah, is I mean, that they're keeping you there. Yeah, the God. fact that they're coming, they're letting us come back, yeah. uh, me come back once a month, and making this plan work for us—it's really the only way we can do this as well. So, right. in that respect, you know, we're forever grateful to the RJC. They've been amazing to us for 15 years. We've been here 15 years. Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! Right, the first to, time I came to you. To be fa- <laughs> to be fair to you, we got to get to some more music. Oh here. yeah, I forgot about that. You, this is a brand new <laughs> album. Yeah, very excited. You've named it Forevermore. Forevermore. And may I tell you, I don't know, I'm in Hebrew. Right. And, and you named it that because? Is there a forever? Well, the opening more, uh, track is Forevermore, which we, I brought out a few, uh, a year and a half ago. Which, um, is, which is the one that you alluded to was done, you, you said in this conversation, it was a song that was done for the, with Aliyah in mind. Oh, so, so the last one, Sion. All right, do you want to do Forevermore or Sion? It's up to you. Which one should um, we go do first? Let's do Forevermore first. Okay, so we'll do Forevermore first. This is brand new from Shimon Kramer. How do people obtain the album? It's on every single downloadable thing you can possibly find. Seriously? It's not available on for hard copy. It's not, you right. can't buy it in the stores, but it's available on iTunes, Amazon. And the whole album. The every- whole album, Spotify, the whole thing, yeah. yeah. You do what? Shim Kramer Forevermore? And people, yeah. That's it, just search yeah. it. Yeah. It's brand new on a new music alert Thursday with Shim Kramer in our studio. Title track is called Forevermore. You're listening to JM in the AM.
I've tried to understand How everything life throws at you Comes with a plan You need to take a breath And find how human one can be Just look around at what you've got and see Shimon Kramer, who the world insists on referring to as Shim Kramer. Ever since I got here, I was never Shim in London, ever. So how did but it happen? I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so it stuck. It stuck. Yeah, exactly. Did you title your album when you put your name on it as Shim? Yeah. That's funny. It's so less, it's consumer driven. Yeah, the consumer likes Shim, so the consumer it's less gets what formal. they want. You know me, I hate formality. That's true. Anyway, so that's the reason, yeah. Uh, theme of the song. Tell us what Forevermore that we just heard is all about. Um looking at the world and seeing that you know what there's tough times and there are very very tough times and if you look around you and you see what you've got you know that you know that's the most important thing you don't realize what you've got until you see it yeah or until you don't have it yeah that's true that's what i meant to say yeah but that's the song it's a it's a very powerful song for me it's a very emotional song for me who moves into your home in uh, riverdale do we know yet yes am i allowed to say the name i don't know yeah, very nice family from the community. Do they realize that uh, they're in a historic home? <laughs> one, one that housed the size of the Riverdale Hasn't fallen Jerusalem. down yet, so that's a good thing. <laughs> but, uh, Were you in the same place for 15 years? Not, uh, since 2009, <laughs> I was in an apartment before that, yeah, and then moved into this house. Do they understand the significance <laughs> of being in that home? I don't know, they knocked the walls down pretty quickly, to be honest. <laughs> they, told, they got in the place. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. Let's go. You walked out and they, and they got in the place. They didn't realize you'd be here an extra couple of weeks. <laughs> I came back and think, what? what? Came to get my mail. Uh, I'll tell you. Anyway, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, oh, we should also mention that um, you are very often on the bandstand. In fact, in this conversation, we've learned that the United States, Israel, and England, and probably other places will now have the opportunity to yes, have you on gosh. the bandstand. What yeah. would be the best way? For people to bring you to their wedding or celebration. Same thing. I mean, I get calls on the phone. I have the phone. Right. Uh, I get calls from bands. And thank God, that's this is why this so is you kind work of with works. Everybody. I work for everybody. And the truth is, that's one of the reasons why I'm still here. Because right. I had eight gigs between leaving, them leaving and me going. Right. And then I'm back on the plane already. It's but wedding. I had my first wedding in Israel in between, which is great. So I'm where excited about it? that. Where was it? No, oh, where, where I'm it having be? it. It's where? on the 20th of August. It's in Sharesh. It's uh, I'm excited. That's amazing. It's like 500 Brits. <laughs> it's perfect. It's a good start. You know, that's that's the. Uh, 
you're in your comfort zone. Know, huh? Very much, very much so. I have to be called Shim on there. I think I'm not sure. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, um, yeah, is is playing to that crowd much different? Do they do they do they have a a list of songs that they prefer that that we you know that would be different for us? It's slightly different, actually. It's slightly yeah. It's the, still still the same kind of core songs, right. but. There's some golden oldies in there that yeah, we. Kalbach works its way yeah, in. Yeah, Salik works his way in right. there somehow, you know. Right. But, uh, he does suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but uh, you have to, you know, the truth is, I'm learning lots lots more songs than I ever had because I know Israel market is slightly different to, is, to, right. it, to the market here. A lot of material out there. Huh? A lot of material out there. A lot of material. But uh, you know what? You know, you have to keep learning. You have to keep. As I, you know, the truth is, as I get older, I've been, again, I'm 40. You're, get, you're getting up there. I'm huh? getting up there. I don't look it right. <laughs> you don't look it at all. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but as I get to that stage, you know, you have to keep reinventing yourself. You have to keep doing stuff. Thank God America's been amazing for us in that respect. And, you know, and hopefully we'll keep it going as long as possible. But you always have to keep reinventing yourself. This album is a big push for me. Right. I'm very excited about this album because, A, it's all my own material. Uh, you're uh, the composer. Yeah. Um, Who arranged with you? Anybody? Jan Freiter is I know everybody everybody all the the top guys are going right. to Jan Freiter. He's amazing. He honestly is amazing. The truth is he listens to you and he works with you and then he creates something incredible every time. Nice. Like I want to play you this there's that yeah, the what next do you song got? yeah ha, um which one are we doing? The Hodu, the Hodu one. So this is like I want I, I had ideas for a few videos for this for this album. So the first one, I actually did a video for the first one Forevermore came out with Uri Restrich. How do people? Oh, he's a name. Yeah, and then we. How do people find YouTube, that video? Just YouTube. Forevermore, Shim Kramer. C R A. Yes, that's probably why. Exactly. <laughs> now you're wondering why you didn't have the number of hits I'm you kidding, wanted. C R A I M E R. Yeah. So there's. Uh, For us, an unusual spelling. Very of unusual. Kramer. It's Welsh. Is it Welsh? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's not Kramer, New York. No, that's for it's sure. not Seinfeld Kramer. <laughs> <It's> not for- <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Seinfeld. <laughs> Uh, Monty Python. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, so that what was what was I saying? I lost you, track now. You were saying that this Hodu song has oh, yeah. a potential for a great video. So yeah, so there were all these videos. There was one, the Forevermore, and right. then I did a video with my twins, which actually has got a lot of viewers, which I'm very excited about. I did it with a few weeks ago. You played it a couple of times. The um, Sadi Katama, right. which uh, thank God has really got me a lot of uh, a lot of attention with the boys, which is great. That's uh, on the album. That's, that's on, on the album. album. Um, and that was filmed in Roma with Uri Rastrich. That's Roma. That's oh, sure. in Roma's synagogue. Yeah. Right. Not Rome. Right. Uh, that would have been, been cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me- meaning in Teaneck, New Jersey. Teaneck, New Jersey, right. Rome. Um, and that was another one. And then we're doing this one now for Nefesh Benef- the Nefesh Benefesh trip. Right. Um, and then there was one more that I wanted to do for this song. The idea was it's it's kind of a Disney-ish sounding song. The idea was to get kids to like enjoy wanting to come back to shore. That was really the idea for right. it. Okay, so you had you know, it starts <laughs> off with me walking down the street all depressed because everyone's playing on the streets, all right? And then you get to shore, and then suddenly everything becomes animated. Nice. All right? And then and the kids walk into shore and they see all these biblical characters popping out of the seats and all this kind of stuff and dancing around with the characters. And then it ends. It gets builds up and up. And then when it ends, it ends with me standing by the armored. With like all the characters just fly into the sitter, you know, and then the sitter snaps snap, slap at the end. I gotta check this so, out. No, no, I wanted to make that kind of video. Uh, it's twenty five thousand dollars animation, animation for like right. um, uh, like for a minute. 
Right. It's so expensive. So please, God, if people you know like it right. and they think the idea would be great, then I would love to do a video for that. Hmm. But if you think of that concept while you're listening to this, you'll understand it. That's the idea. So it's called Hodu. All right, it's called Hodu. Shimon Kramer. Oh, it's got my kids in it as well. Say it my again? kids are in like five songs. They're in this one as well. Uh, yeah. Shimon Kramer, the album is called Forevermore. If you want to purchase it, and we recommend you do, of course, on this new Music Alert Thursday, you go to any of the traditional search sites for brand new music, all of them, whether it's uh, Apple or not, all <laughs> of them got it. Uh, and you just put in Shimon Kramer, C-R-A-I-M. Shim Kramer. <laughs> after, the whole, after that whole thing, you think I get it right. Shim Kramer, S-H-I-M-C-R. A-I-M-E-R, and you'll be all set. It's called Forevermore. This one is Hodu, and it's brand new at JM in the AM.
Simon Kramer is doing his own animation in our studio. I'm so pleased the webcam was not up. I'm right. I'm <laughs> he was animated as he was describing to me and playing out for me the video he has in his head for the song Hodu. It's brand new from an album entitled Forevermore and a new music alert Thursday here at JM in the AM. Thanks for tuning in. I mentioned earlier, of course, I mean, for those who are just tuning in, you were at the airport to see your family off. For their Aliyah, you are now going to complete the family's Aliyah by going August 14th. Mm -hmm. Now, I would assume that there was a big family and friends crowd at the airport in July when your family yes. left. Is anybody going to be there for you? I, I think it's breakfast time. I think I'm going to be in some place in my You ain't even showing just up. Just show up with my bags. <laughs> you're not even, I'm here for coffee. You're not even showing up to the ceremony at the airport. No, they, 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 what's really nice about it is that they're going to come and meet me. Which is very nice. That'll be amazing. So they're all going to come and meet me there. That's upstairs, that is, and then <gasps> that's going to be. I know. <laughs> I'm, that's cr I'm be crying a, already. That's uh, going to be a crazy <laughs> reunion. I know. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, and that's then, the scene. Ben Gurion Airport is the scene. Yeah, and then for you at least, JFK is going to be. JFK is going to be a bit no depressing, to be honest. No, no it's you want to come again, Nachum? We, we, can't, we can't get. Any, we can't get. I may be there. Do by you want to take me to the airport? I may be there. If you want me to hang out with you, I may actually be at that at that ceremony. But uh, but no one from Riverdale is coming to uh, to say goodbye. Uh, uh, Send you off. In the morning. No, no, so, uh, a friend's going to take me, which is very nice of them. But yeah, I. Uh, uh, are they going to park? Or they're just going to let They're just going to let me go. I think. <laughs> I'm coming uh, back eight days later. <laughs> it's not like they're not gonna, they're gonna miss you. You know, <laughs> we we joke we joke about having the shortest aliyah when we come back the next day. <laughs> you you're you're competing with us, you know. On this, <laughs> someone said to me. My uncle said to me in Israel. I said, I have, a, I have an uncle in Beitar. Right. He's actually the what the the famous composer one with Yigal. He composed together some very famous Names. songs. No, his name. Of course, we know that song. He, that he, uh, Jeffrey Kramer, Israel Kramer. Wow. And he also, you know, he was on the albums with like MS Money. Oh come on, yeah. yeah. The, 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 real, the real one. My Not favorite one is Be Emelitz Yosha. Amazing song. So he did that. He wrote wow. those. So he says to me, "I hear you're making Aliyah." He says, "Okay, so I'm going to see even less than I do now." <laughs> That's, what he said. <laughs> That's right. That's when you go to Israel as a visitor, you make sure to see him. Now you'll never exactly. see him. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> JM and the Am with Shimon Kramer in studio. All right. Um, give me another one here that we should do off the brand Let's new album. Let's do Sadi Katoma. People know that one. I yes. Do it. Yeah. I'm Our listeners know it both. Uh, this is a very interesting story as well. A guy in my shul 12 years ago, 13 years ago, says to me, you know, um, I have a challenge for you on a Friday night. Uh, for Kabbalah Shabbos, yeah. I want you to think of a song on the spot from for Sadiq Atama every Friday night, just as a challenge. Every, just like come up whatever comes in your mind. Every Friday. Night? So I tried it for one time, and I thought, okay, this you know I didn't remember it afterwards, and then I tried it again about two weeks later, and I, you know, I thought this is fun, an and original then, song. Like yeah, just whatever comes to mind, just sing it. It's a challenge. So after about five weeks, uh, every every so often I do it. After about five times. I um I suddenly sang this, and it just stuck, and I just kept singing it every other week, and it just stayed in my mind the whole way through. And I thought, this wow, I can remember this one, and um I remember the my shul saying to me, yeah, yeah, you, you see, you remember one, 
So uh, when my kids, you owe that guy a debt of gratitude. So when my kids grew, <laughs> my kids grew up and they started to sing, and I'll never forget when my one of my kids, you know, remembered started to pick up harmony. You know, when he, when he clicked and he clicks on a Friday night was sending singers and mirrors. And he suddenly started harmonizing. Like he suddenly, it's suddenly in his mind. You could see the his eyes widening. Think, oh, that's how it's supposed to. You're supposed to do that it. Sounds nice. <laughs> and uh, and he from then on he just started harmonizing. So he harmonizes, and the other one sings beautifully as well. The twins and we, and they they started to sing with me. And sure, and they sing with me. Rosh Hashanah Kip, which is very sad this year. Right. They're not going to be in the. You have to rent some kids. <laughs> <laughs> you, want me, you want me to send over a couple if you want? I... Um, I'm not so sure. Um, and uh, so they started singing with me this and every so often on Friday night. And then I thought to myself, you know what? Let's record it. So we recorded it. And this is it. Unbelievable. So those who wonder if you can compose on the spot, <laughs> it's obvious you can compose on the spot. Brand new from the album entitled Forevermore, Shim Kramer, Sadiq Katamar at JM in the AM. Sadi kalato mohifro ki eres alvano miske shesulin avehisashem chatzros elokeinu yafrichu sadi. Sulim 
patros elokeinu yafrichu. J.M. and the A.M. Search the name Shim Kramer, S-H-I-M-C-R-A-I-M-E-R for the brand new album entitled Forevermore. That's called Sadiq here at J.M. and We're calling it a new music alert Thursday, and for good reason. It's a brand new album from Shim and Kramer, who has family now. Well, he's always had family in Israel, but has immediate family in Israel. The big story is, of course, that his family made Aliyah a couple of weeks ago, and when, when we made Faliyah, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and on the 14th of August, he'll be on the Nefesh Nefesh charter flight making his own aliyah, and uh, we'll have his family there to greet him at Ben Gurion Airport, yeah. which Very is exciting. pretty pretty cool, I must say. Very exciting. Unbelievable. Yeah, so that's a lot on the plate. A lot on the plate is right. As I said earlier in the conversation, when you were going through all the different things that you're planning on doing over the next year, uh, it was exhausting just hearing it, <laughs> but there is a plan in place. There is. Do you, are you now, as some people become, are you now the uh, go-to person for advice on Aliyah? <laughs> that, yeah, hap- that happens often, it, I think. It is, yeah. I think people are, just, I think people are waiting to see what happens. <laughs> we will reserve <laughs> yes, judgment exactly. <laughs> until we see how- Although there was a family from TDEC, um, I, I don't know, six months ago? No, before, two, two months ago, three months ago. Who came up to me in Teaneck and said, I just want you to know that um, we heard you're making Aliyah and we heard about your idea and we've been wanting to do it forever. And because you're doing it, we decided we're going. I was like, are you serious? I was like, are you sure? He goes, yeah. It's like, it's a, you know, hopefully if we can you're encourage al- other people to do the same. You're already responsible for another family making Aliyah? I mean, if you can encourage people to do you're the same. You're not even there yet, Kramer. <laughs> I know, I was kind of shocked, but yeah, they, uh, that's what they said, so if, even... You'll take you know, their word for it. Take their word for it. So that was uh, Unbelievable. very encouraging. The truth is, again, if, you, if you're positive and you try and do the, you know, try and be as positive as possible. One last topic I want to bring up with yeah. you. Can you give us any expertise on what's going on in England? Uh, we know government officials are... With Brexit? Well, not just Brexit. I'm talking about anti-Semitism. Oh. We know government officials uh, either purposely or, or, or accidentally drift into uh, you know, the wrong crowd, bad statements, uh, controversial stuff in regard to the Jewish community. We know it goes on in other European cities. Is it dangerous for Jews to live in London and other cities in England? How would you describe I the situation? I suppose it's like when you hear the news here about something going on in Israel. And you always have that feeling of like, 
things are closing in. Right. And, but when you're there, it's different. You don't feel it as much as you as you do as you do here. Would your family in so, England agree with that? Yeah. So yeah, that's the truth. In England, when you're in the Jewish neighborhoods and you're in the you know society there, my brother he goes he he works in the city. He works for the Home Office, which is like the State Department. Right. So he gets on his gets on the subway with the yarmulke on. No one cares. And, you know, if you make it something, then it's an issue. Does do things happen? Yeah, of course things happen all the time. Um, is Europe in trouble? I don't know. It could be, but in England, I think people are nervous, very, very nervous about about if if this other administration gets in, right. it's things will change. Um, but you know, the the Conservative Party right now, I think the Prime Minister right now is very strong with Israel, very strong with the Jewish community, and I think that they people realise that what I think is not, is noticeable this time is that um, the country realises what. The Labour Party is like right now. I think it's you know it's it's not it's in the focus. You know people understand it's there. It's in the spotlight. It's in the spotlight, which yeah. is pos- possibly the best way it could be in right. in the situation. So, right. have things changed since I've left? No. Same thing. No. And and what you're saying goes for any major city where there's a major Jewish community because it's not just London. There's Gateshead, Manchester, yeah. all these different places, yeah. right? Manchester's you a would very say big the same community. Thing. Yeah, I have family in Manchester. Right. Um, and Manchester's like the second biggest community in Gateshead. In England. Gateshead is really the yeshiva. It's just the yeshiva right. there. But Manchester's a big community. Gateshead's in a, in a, in a challenging area of the, of the country, correct? It's in Newcastle, near Newcastle. So it's northeast. Meaning, if not for the yeshiva, it would not be an Absolutely area for not. a Jewish neighborhood. Yeah. Sunderland had a Jewish community, a big Jewish community. But again, these communities have moved on. London, Manchester are the big communities. Leeds has a community, but... Yeah, I mean, again, there's only 275,000 Jews in England. Right. You know, that's less than Teaneck. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, you know, so. How about Bournemouth? Bournemouth is a, is a gateway. It's like going to... The Catskills, that's what they always basically, say. Basically, yeah. The yeah. Catskills. It's the Catskills. <laughs> when you say gateway, you mean vacation yeah, place. Yeah, basically. It's a vacation <laughs> place where, you know, it rains every other day instead of... <laughs> we laugh about it. We laugh about it because we've been told... On, I've never been there, although yeah. I'd love to visit. I've never been there, but we've been told that Bournemouth, is equal to the dilapidated hotels of oh, of the Catskills, and yet, they model themselves on the dilapidated yes, hotels in the Catskills. And, and yet, <laughs> and yet, from what we're told, the wealthiest people in England go there to vacation. That's what we're told. <laughs> so it's pretty funny that they, you know, to, to get it's away true. that that's where they go. But this is a beach. This is the sea. There's a right. kosher hotel there. Right. You know, it's it's not that many places. There're not that many places in England right. you can go to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's the vacation spot. Did you follow the World Cup? I did. Were you upset the U.S. wasn't in it? Uh, I would have been more upset if, if England had done badly and the U.S. weren't in it. But I was following right. England until the last. What they do? England? They made the semis. They were in the semis, and they lost in the semifinals. They lost in the semis to a country of like two million. Right. It was a very unfortunate. Oh, they lost. To they Croatia? lost to Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, which was. Unfortunate. This just happened. How did I forget that? <laughs> like, you'd think I'd remember that. You're, you're a baseball fan, aren't you? Right. You're a big baseball fan. But that you'd think I'd remember. I mean, Croatia. I tried to all. get into baseball in the 15 years I've been here. It's Nothing, just, huh? When you come from another country, it's different. You know, it's right. like you're getting into cricket. You know. By the way, I have a great story <laughs> for you. I go to I go to a game in April yeah. with my boys. It may have even been called my pace. I don't remember. We go to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. It's freezing. You know how it is in April. And we're sitting next to a uh, a couple yeah. who are speaking in noticeably British uh, accents. Yeah. 
And I say to them, and it's a couple, so, you know, I'm even more admiring of the woman who comes in this weather, you know, to sit through a baseball game. And I said, you know, where are you guys from? We, are, we live in England. Mm-hmm. We watch baseball on whatever cable channel, you know, and we're so into the Yankees. And we came to New York the first time we're ever in New York, and we said we are going to go to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> How long did they stay for? The entire game. <laughs> wow. I was shocked. I said, I said, but the good news was the three Yankee stars each hit home runs. Okay, so I, I, always, so, I, so I turned to them. I said, boy, you picked the right day to come to Yankee Stadium. I always go with good intentions. You know, I always go with the idea, I'm going to really try and enjoy this. You know, I sit there with my kids. I sit with my friends, and I watch my friends go, this is awesome. I'm like... Okay, stop talking. You know that it's you know you want to watch the game and no one's actually watching the game. And then they like the happy rods. And yeah. it's like it's true. It's I was at a game. I will say it's a family. It's a right. family experience. experience. I was there last night with my kids at a yeah. game, and yeah. it was just it's just like we we I I could almost tell you what happened during the game. Exactly. There you go. As long as you remember one play. But the truth is, every time I've been. The Yankees have won. Oh, you're a good luck charm. So, I, you know, that's another thing. We and, need, and even when they were losing... You can't leave here now. I know, the truth, we need the you truth, here. <laughs> <laughs> I should go to the Mets. Apparently, they need some help. That See that? I knew that. Very good. Very good. They certainly do need some help. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Anyway. I'm actually staying with a very good friend of mine, Ari Wartowski. Randy Wartowski. Oh, we know. Yeah, so we're staying there for a few days. I've been, uh, I'm a nomad because I've got no right. house. Right. So, we're going. I'm, I'm staying with various friends until I go. And then, uh, Ari's a big Mets fan, so... I'm sorry, Ari. Yeah. <laughs> he must be very frustrated if he's a big Mets fan. Yeah. Um, and in Israel, will you attend a, uh, a Maccabi Petah Tikva against the Maccabi uh, Ramat Gan uh, Absolutely. <laughs> you will? Absolutely. Not in basketball, not uh, in soccer. Uh, uh, soccer, okay. I'll or in basketball. football or whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, well, my kids want to start playing as soon as they get there. So. Soccer? There's, yeah, there's a team I think they can be a part of in Modian. Oh, so they're into it. Yeah, it's soccer, yeah. Yeah. No, because you mentioned that one of your kids is into baseball. Basketball. basketball. Oh, it's basketball. Yeah, yeah, basketball. Shim Kramer, everybody. How are we wrapping up? Which song should we How say goodbye How many more we got? With? Just one more? We got one more. Okay, so we'll say goodbye to uh, Sion. We'll Sion. Because you're going to be saying hello to Sion. <laughs> there's a couple. Let me just get a couple of other songs on this album that are yeah. different. You know, there's there's one actually. It's just a piano song. Um, which is which it, one is uh, it? I, I try to. I've written a few piano tunes myself, just to, like just to have as. What do you Instrumental. call it? It's called Anthem for a Rose. So that's uh, it's another one I'm very into, a very emotional song for me. You hear that in the background? What is, are you playing it? Yeah. Thank you. Well, here's a little piece of it. Thank show. you very much. Um, there's another song for Who Katie, which I'm very excited about. Oh, one more thing before we move sure. to the song. So there's one more project I'm going to start working on very soon, which I'm Whoa. very excited about. Uh, uh, um, in Moshava, there is a phenomenal group of Mishpachot there and a group of, of Sevet there. One of the people there that are the Tarragons, Rabbi and Robertson Tarragon. Amazing people. And Robertson Tarragon uh, came up to me and said, there are so many songs in my head right now, that words, psukim, throughout the entire Tanakh. That need that melodies. That need melodies. Right. She goes, we always use Ali Marmin, we right. always use this, we always use this. Adonalam. Yeah, exactly. Actually, for who Kaylee is, Adonalam, so <laughs> whatever. But this is the next project. <laughs> but um, she said to me, you know. There's some beautiful she sat, So I sat down with Robertson Tarragon. And she gave me 25 different pasukim that have never been used before. But all, I would assume, very meaningful. Amazingly right? meaningful pasukim that, that basically have new words. And, and I'm going to be spending some time making a project for her uh, of these songs. And Amazing. so we're going to have, you know, I can write the melodies. I just need the words. Right. 
So she's given me a whole bunch of words which I'm very excited about. And between the authors of the Tanakh and David Amelech, there uh, are so know, many. But, so but pretty, just, good, pretty good stuff. But you know, there are there are some that really fit beautifully to tunes. So that's what we're going to be working on as well. Amazing. Yeah. Shim Kramer, we are highly recommending that everybody purchase his album. It's called Forevermore. Search for it online. S H I M C R A I M E R. Yeah, don't blame me. That's the way he spells Kramer. C R A I M E R. He is uh, heading to Israel on the 14th of August. Was- I said to my shul, like, yeah. we had a goodbye shalashidus. So I said to them, you know, um, it was kind of emotional. So I thought, how am I going to end this? So I said to them, you know, uh, we love you very much. We're going to miss you very much. And if you ever want to come and visit us, we're moving to Beersheba. <laughs> Are, are you alluding to the same type of invitation that I'm about to get? <laughs> You're not really going to be in Modin. <laughs> You're in Chatzar all the way up north, but you're telling us you're in Modin. So when I'm searching for you, I'll never find you. Shim Kramer is moving the 14th of August to Israel. His family's already there. They were on the July Nefesh Benefesh flight. Uh, it is a well-publicized story, this whole Kramer Aliyah. And goes hand in hand with the brand new album that uh, we're going to wrap up with, a song entitled Sion. And this is also with your children. With two of my boys. My and twins. this is your composition. Yeah. And very appropriate for the bulk of our conversation yes. this morning. Thank you for having me. We want to wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. I look forward to another one soon. And we look forward to more and more. <laughs> and after all, you're going to be here. Exactly. So, you're going to be here so often. <laughs> exactly. We may see you more You'll often see than more we than, the old days. More than my uncle, that's for sure. Thank you very much. Yeah, uncle. Sorry to tell you, <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. Shim Kramer. Our thanks to him on a new music alert Thursday at JM and the AM. The song is called Sion. Check out the brand new album online uh, through all the sources where you buy your digital music. It's called Forevermore. Shim Kramer at JM in the AM. I've listened to the stories We've traveled far and wide The melody accompanies me With each and every stride A word with so much meaning A promise to this land It calls on us to sing our song For the world to understand come true to share them all and stand up tall to care for me and you it radiates a feeling through all its history it gives you soul to make you whole it's beauty plain to see 